Ladies and gentlemen, is proud to present Mind More, the transformational podcast show that is sure to get you up on your feet and moving. Sure to start to get you to think differently about your life and where you've been. Jesse Lee here. Thanks for joining me on Mind More. We got a great show for you. Just sit back, make sure you got your refreshments, have a pen and a paper handy in case I say something that rings true. Sit tight. Okay, guys, so I don't usually get political, uh, but this week. I am going to talk a little bit about what's been going on in our politics here in America. Um, I have been hearing about these impeachment proceedings that are being started on Trump, and I am noticing that this, this is a history in the making, and so I decided to kind of perk my ear up. And we're going to do this week's show about it, uh, not so much focused on Trump himself, I will touch base on it for a little bit, but I wanted to look more into impeachment as a whole and what we as the American people can do to push it forward as well as um, some other little tidbits that I found that I was surprised about uh, that gave me another mind morph. And so I hope it perks your ears up too this week. So uh, I have looked into it and the Trump impeachment proceedings are being put forth by the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. And they are coming after reported phone conversation that would have, that was had between President Trump and the Ukrainian President Zelensky recently, in which Trump has requested out of him to investigate why Joe Biden stopped investigations on his son, Hunter Biden. Now, I was curious, um, why would Trump go to Ukraine and ask Ukraine to investigate our former vice president, Joe Biden, and his son? What, 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 is, what do the Bidens have anything to do with Ukraine? And so I, I looked through a lot of articles and it was hard for me to find it. Um, but I found a hint of it um, underneath a photograph of the two of them at a basketball game. And in the caption underneath the photograph, it stated that um, Hunter Biden was formerly a member, a board member of a leading gas company in the Ukraine and that Joe Biden himself frequently pressed the Ukrainian government on issues of corruption. So at that point, it kind of put a little bit of the piece of the puzzle together for me as to why would Trump go to the Ukraine and ask them to investigate one of our own people. Now, it's not saying that uh, that makes it right. It, it definitely does not make that right. Not in my eyes. Um, I you, you don't go to a foreign government and ask 
a foreign government to investigate one of our own candidates for an election and their family. You just don't do that. I mean, that's like breaking national security in my mind. I'm no expert. I don't deal with politics. Like I said, I, I stay away usually from political talks. Um, but that... That feels shady to me, even to me, even to someone uneducated in that department. That feels shady. And um, so when I saw that in the photo, I was like, wow, that's interesting that that was hard to find for me. But I found it. And so I kind of understand why Trump is playing that game. I don't like it. Um, neither does Nancy Pelosi, obviously. Um... And according to NPR and CNN, as well as other online news sources that I've researched from, their opinion is that Trump is calling corruption on Biden and son as an attempt to tear down his election and to bolster up Trump's own campaign. So, I mean, yeah, uh, I, I see some underhanded stuff happening here. And I would have to agree that that's terrible. Uh, it's, we're Americans, though, and apparently um, lately I've noticed in a lot of election campaigns, not just Trump, it's become commonplace to run smear campaigns on your opponent rather than focusing on the issues at hand. So, I mean, this is just classic smear campaign style, but, I mean, I'm, you gotta say, you, you gotta admit that Trump's got a way of doing it. I mean, he, he, when he goes smear, he goes all out. He, he goes out of our country. Um, so, a lot of reports that I've read are also calling it strong-arming, that, that he's strong-arming the Ukrainian leader. And so, I wanted to see what this phone conversation was that they're talking about. So I looked it up and I was able to find a transcript. It did say it wasn't a full transcript. Um, so it's possible that some things were left out. Maybe things that prove that Trump was strong arming. Maybe. Um, but from the transcript they did release that we can all read online, if you just type it in, transcript of phone conversation between Trump and Zelensky, you will find it. And, you know, I'd be interested in hearing your opinions on it if you guys do that and read it. Um, but to me, when I read it and comprehended it, I didn't see any significant words that would insinuate any strong arming. In fact, what I did see was that it appeared like the new leader was only all too happy to help Trump move forward in those requests for the investigations on Biden and son, as well as investigations on Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi and a request for an internal Ukrainian investigation on a shutdown of Ukraine's top prosecutor. And in their 30-minute conversation that I read, Ukrainian president said a few times that Trump's administration and campaign is the teaching model he's going to use 
to reshape his own government as well as parliament. And he was singing so many praises of Trump seemed like almost every other paragraph that I'd read. So I didn't really notice strong arming. I saw a lot of complimenting. Um, but to steer away from that, I mean, this is this is why we're talking about impeachment now in, in news. But now let's talk about impeachment. Let, let's move away from our feelings about Trump. Let's get into a logical mindset for a moment. I wanted to see how effective our impeachment process is. And has anyone actually ever been removed from office? So far in American history, only two presidents have faced impeachment proceedings. Can you guess which ones? If you answered Andrew Johnson and Bill Clinton, you're correct. But what I did find out, guys, and did you know this, Senate failed to uphold their end of impeachment proceedings and actually forcibly remove them from office. Therefore, neither of those two presidents actually were removed. They finished their term. And so far, these are the only two presidents who've seen those proceedings. But if Nancy has her way and her supporters also, that number can move to three. And if Senate follows through this time, we might have our first removal from presidential office. Now, it goes a little further. Impeachment isn't just restricted to the presidents. Um, it goes out to pretty much anybody that holds a government office. So, so far in history, 15 federal judges have faced impeachment proceedings. One cabinet secretary and one U.S. senator also have undergone these in our history. And out of the 15 federal judges, only eight of them have actually been removed by Senate. So these are the statistics for the strength of our impeachment process. I don't know what it means. I'm going to leave it to you. I have my own feelings, but this is more just to bring information to the table and let you chew on something and get new perspectives about how you're looking at what's happening around you. So what will bring impeachment to the table? What constitutes it? We've all heard the word used, and especially in this administration. Um, we've all heard people say, I hope this president gets impeached or, oh, I hope... This one does. But who really decides it? And for what offenses? I looked into this and I found that the main branch of government in charge of launching the investigations for the proceedings of impeachment 
is solely given to the House of Representatives. And the one in charge of launching that investigation is the Speaker of the House. At this point, Nancy Pelosi. Um, under Constitutional Article 2, Section 4, the reasons are stated. The President, the Vice President, and all civil officers of the United States shall be removed. I want to stress that word, guys. Removed. Notice how the Senate has failed to do this. Removed. They shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. The Senate is then made into the courthouse. This is where the trials are held now, in front of the Senate. If one is found guilty in these proceedings, they are not only removed from their current position or supposed to be removed, but then from this point forth, they will also be disqualified from any future office ever. Um, but from that point, this is all that impeachment has the power to do. If anything, um, if any crimes that are chargeable, uh, for jail time, fines, um, are to be pushed forth and jail time is to be received, it must be done still through civil courts. So, um, yeah, it, it's kind of like um, a double court system. This is just to remove you from office. Now, if, if, if we're going to try you for anything further, we have to actually do a civil court case. Um, so, I was wondering... Do we, the people, since the House of Representatives are in charge of pushing this forth, do we, the people, have any power to urge the House of Representatives to do this? I'm going to get back to you on that in just a moment. Stay tuned for the featured track sample and... I'm going to be back with the answers to that question as well as some of the tidbits of information I found out that I didn't know and gave me a mind morph. All right, time for our feature track sample remix song blend. It was a city page quicker than a chase. I began this race, giving way to the chase. Pete got tripped up. I toppled those palms flat on my face, and now I'm feeling disgrace. Wishing it could be erased. So under the stars, I gazed. Pima's old place. So 
stuck in one place, praying for a change, God, I need your help, only you can rearrange this life. So fill the strife from all my heartbreak pipes, the tone does strike from deep inside, Mr. Fire, praying for you to ignite, and burn away the dark Alright, to get your hands on a copy of Remix Song Blend, just email me at mindmorph2019 at gmail.com, and make sure to type in Remix Song Blend, and I will send you your own personal full-fledged copy. Back to the show. Okay, guys, so, the question that I'd had, getting back to that now, do we, the people, have any power to push the House of Representatives to move towards impeachment when it comes to our corrupt government leaders? In my research, I'd found there are two ways. There's petitions, which most of us know. We see them come across our Facebooks and stuff like that. Sign this petition. So we do. We put our name on it. It doesn't really cost us anything. It costed whoever uh, decided to put it forth. It costed them. Um, but it doesn't cost us to sign our name, especially when it's something we agree with. Um, but the other thing, it costs us a little bit of time. It may cost us a stamp. Is to um, write letters to our prospective state representatives requesting impeachment proceedings to take place. And the reasons for those requests. And... Now, that's the one that, you know, a lot of us actually don't do. Uh, and that was a way that was designed for each citizen to be able to keep tabs on their government rather than to just be the general population only spoken for by a person. Um, our ability to write the representatives um, gives each of us our individual voice. And every letter that goes through, it, it gets read. It, it does get filed. And if enough of us are writing about the same thing, it will be put forth into consideration. The problem is most of us don't do it. Most of us won't take the time. Life is too distracting. Um, we got too much on our table. Uh, our kids have these things and those things that we have to take them to and then and then work is weighing on us and then and then we're, we're we're behind on bills so now I have to get another job like we we use these things as an excuse to not sit down for 10 to 15 minutes and consider writing a letter to keep our government on track and so you know, and there's another thing that we could be doing, um, the parents out there, I don't know how many parents do this, but paying attention to what is in our children's textbooks, especially when it comes to things like history and social studies. Um, if we don't pay attention to what they're putting in our kids' curriculums, or rather what they're taking out, you may find yourself in the in the future, maybe not you, but maybe your kids may find themselves in a totalitarian government because we failed to recognize what they were taking out of our kids' curriculums. 
what are you talking about, Jess? Let me let you in on the tidbit that mind morphed me. While I did the research on the specific question, do we the people have power to push the House towards impeachment? This popped up. Junior high and high school textbooks, especially in New York, 9th through 12th grade social studies curriculums, are being modified in such a way to eliminate the knowledge of impeachment even existing. Um, an example, Nixon and Watergate. We were told in school that Nixon was about to face impeachment proceedings, but he resigned. So he never faced them. Well, Nixon's name, when Watergate is mentioned now, is not even mentioned. He's not even in the scenario. His name's not there. And the words impeach or impeachment are also missing from the social studies curriculum, guys. Um, is it me or is this a little something sinister that's going on right now? And are these omissions taking place all over? Or is it just in New York? You know, this is the stuff that 1984, the novel, was talking about. Taking things out, limiting their citizens' knowledge, as well as their vocabulary. Um, and I'm, I'm concerned because if these things are taking place all over, this is what I mean by it won't be long before we are, before our children at least are seeing a totalitarian government because our children won't know that they have the power to actually write their representatives and take care of this stuff like we do. You know, because there are those of us that do remember this, this is why Trump is facing this issue right now. You know, enough of us had a voice. We, we, we cried out long enough. We, we got petitions out. We wrote letters. And I know this because both houses of Congress are majorly Republican. And they're not going to turn on their own very easily. It shows weakness in the party, and it's the last thing the Republicans want to do. Because that's a threat to national security. But, you know, it, it's kind of a threat to national security if the American people might go into a revolution. So we're here writing our representatives and getting like petitions put forth saying impeach Trump. Well, they're listening because we had a voice, because we cried out long enough and we were unified. We were unified. And we did what we needed to do to do it. But if we're not paying attention to what they're taking out of our children's curriculums, they may not know they can do that in the future.
And then what we worked hard to accomplish here won't matter anymore. This will be your legacy. This will be my legacy. What are we going to leave behind? Are we going to pay attention to what they are teaching our children? And are we going to call them on it when we see that they're taking out vital information or that they're putting in lies? Are we going to call them on it? Or are we going to sit on the sideline and let it happen? What government will our children be handed or our children's children if we don't wake up and do something? Um, so I'm, yeah, my, my, my podcast is so not going to be as focused here on Trump now as it's really going to be more, it's this, the focus is on us. The focus is on how much do we know about impeachment and what can we do? And also not only that, but how much are they teaching our children about impeachment and what can they do? We have two things to do here. We've done one. Trump is going and facing proceedings. Good job, guys. But now we have something else that we need to take care of. We need to get on our educational system and those officials who are overseeing it. And we need to start questioning them. Why is this omitted? And what else have you been keeping from the kids? I love you guys, and I thank you for listening again to Mind Morph this week. I hope that I brought something to the table that maybe you didn't know. Um, I know that I saw things I didn't know. And so, at least for me, doing this show this week was very educational. Um, and remember, let's continue to create a better future together. Let's not be filled with apathy. Let's be motivated to take 10, 15 extra minutes in our day for a week and, and do something that could change our children's future for the better as the legacy that we're going to leave behind. Peace until next week. Okay, so to receive that track sample in its full version for an MP3 download to any of your devices, I would like you to go ahead and email me at mindmorph2019 at gmail.com and tell me the track sample name of the song that you are looking to receive the copy of. And for those who would like to become monthly supporters to help ensure this podcast continues to move forward, uh, you could do so at anchor.fm backslash jessielee, J-E-S-S-I-E-L-E-E. And for those that become supporters of $20 a month, I will be offering you your choice of either a standard mug, a latte mug, or a water bottle with the Mind Morph logo on it. And for those who become supporters at $40 a month, 
I will be offering you your choice of either a hoodie zip up or a hoodie pullover with the Mind Morph logo also on it. Uh, and those also come in different colors. So uh, make sure that when you plug in your $40 amount that you get in touch with me at my email. Again, that's mindmorph2019 at gmail.com. And we will correspond back and forth over uh, size and whether male or female, uh, as well as what color uh, you would like. And uh, thank you again, guys, for uh, listening and for your support. I can't do this without you. You are who makes Mind Morph happen. Okay? So I love you guys. Peace.